hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. Oh, the phenomenal knowledge that's involved in the fourth verse of each letter um, section as we get to do in the psalmic today. And the knowledge here is just spectacular. I don't know how else to even put it. (laughs) But the 116th verse is the fourth verse in the psalmic section, meaning that that would be the anointing based on Isaiah 11 of knowledge. And oh, what knowledge this is. Because quite often, if you look throughout the psalm, the fourth verse in each section gives you almost a definition of the word or how the psalmist feels or is a reflection of the face of that word. Uh, Often the word is actually spelled out how it's actually spelled. When I say word, I also mean letter. So like when you take the case of the psalmic, which is the section we're in right now, you know, that letter, that word spelled out is actually a psalmic, the letter that looks like a zero, and then there's a mem, and then there's a hoof. And so that those three make up the word psalmic, but that is also what they call the letter. So <laughs> it's very interesting that the letter and the word are psalmic. So when it says, uphold me, here's the, here's the verse in English, uphold me according unto thy word that I may live and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Um, again, this is the knowledge. And so what knowledge are we, are we getting here? Well, that word psalmic is translated uphold here. But if you look at it in the Bible, where it's used most often is in the books of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Because when they laid hands on an offering, when they literally laid their hands on the head of a bullock and, and they would slaughter it, that was the laying on of hands is what the letter psalmic is. The idea of commune, and thus you get the idea of community (laughs) and how we are upheld in community. In other words, this bull is upholding us with his very life. Or in the case of Jesus, as we all know, he is our ultimate psalmic. And it's so beautiful that (laughs) this idea of the psalmic has everything to do with communion and has everything to do with community. And so here the psalmist is setting according to thy word. Well, time and time again, if you look in Leviticus or Numbers, you'll see that here the priest, the high priest, is, is laying on his hand in order to support us, the, the congregation, um, in, in being justified before God based on the blood of the sacrifice. In other words, this community that we're in is we're communing with Christ. It's absolutely a phenomenal knowledge or understanding of the letter. And it gets to this idea that we've been talking all about, about strength in numbers, but also strength from a standpoint of community. Because as people sacrifice within the community, <laughs> or as we lay hands on them or support one another, they all kind of come together in the same concept. And it's a beautiful thing that within that we won't be ashamed of our hope. And so maybe you've been on a team or maybe you've been in a part of a group or uh, an organization, you know, where just things came together as a team and people sacrificed on a level that really surprised you. They, they put everything they had into it and it truly became um, this idea of offering and offering and offering and offering, right? <laughs> 
Well, to tell a story along these lines, you know, when I was a Boy Scout, for whatever reason, when I moved to Michigan, um, we joined a troop that was brand new. And because I was the only Boy Scout, I was actually only a second class. But, but because I had experience, they made me a leader. And not only did they make me a leader, but they made me a leader of the patrol that nobody else wanted any of the boys because they were, you know, perhaps nerdy, short, bedwetters, whatever you want to call them. This was the rattlesnake patrol, and this was my patrol when I was a Boy Scout. But inside of each one of these wonderful friends of mine, as it turned out, was some gift. Like they were really able to do very unique things. Like the, the boy that uh, would wet the bed had an unbelievable ability to lash. And one of the particularly nerdy boys, he could read a compass like there was no tomorrow. And so they all had their gifts, which when they really gave all that they had, we became a force to be reckoned with. As a matter of fact, um, as we went into the second year that we were of the Rattlesnake Patrol, we were in an event called the Klondike Derby, which is like a dog sled, only the boys were the one pulling it. And in Michigan, there was plenty of snow. And this particular Klondike Derby, it was such a blizzard, you really couldn't see three feet in front of you. But because we had the boy that could read the compass... Guess what? I mean, we ended up making it to all the, or didn't make it to but four of the stations when nobody else could find their way because it, you know, it isn't so easy when it's snowing like crazy and you got a map and you got a compass and you're trying to find your way when you can hardly see. It's a completely different thing. But when you got a boy that has that particular talent, and then we had another boy, he could, he was a pyromaniac. There's no doubt in my mind he was, but he could make a fire out of absolutely nothing. So we get to one of those stations, we make a fire. We had the other boy who could lash, and to make a very long story short, <laughs> we eventually won this Klondike Derby. And, and it was everybody was in, holding us in high regard when they've completely considered us to be nerds. Um, prior to this event, it was like the revenge of the nerds, however that looked. But the point of it is, is that when everybody is gifted, and they are, right, and they begin to sacrifice and they begin to commune, in other words, they, they make an offering of those things that they have to offer. And that's the idea of community. <laughs> it's really cool. Has to do with this letter Samic. That's the knowledge of it. And then, isn't it beautiful that we can see that here? and put it together with how commune works with community and eventually points back to the ultimate team member, right? The guy that you definitely want laying hands on you is Jesus. And so, you know, something to think about as we, as we look at this fourth verse in the Psalmic section to understand better how this circle uh, represents the idea of 60, right? 160th. What it, how it how it represents commune and community. And in this case, if you look at the word psalmic, the way it's translated, the first word there is uphold. Well, uphold is, is more commonly translated as lay hands on. Something to think about today. Thanks for listening.